We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this morning. We will uh, discuss the end of the athletic calendar until football season. LSU knocking off Florida last night. In Game 3 of the College World Series Championship Series, Tigers win their seventh national title, 18-4, the final in that one. Uh, Wyatt Lankford hit a first-inning two-run home run, and then all LSU from there. There was not much drama in this one last night, so we'll discuss a little bit of that. And uh, some other topics today, uh, Ole Miss gets at least the teams that will play in the basketball season in the SEC, the home games, the away games, who they play twice. We'll go over that. And more here with you on a show, a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford Ribs. Lunch specials, you know about those. They change every day. They're five sixty nine. two sides, bread, any size fountain drink. Get the large one because why not? Everybody needs a 44-ounce uh, coat to uh, get through the middle of their day. You also can uh, get those donuts in Clinton and Brookhaven. That'll expand to all Blue Sky locations here soon. But for now, if you're in Brookhaven or Clinton, homemade every day. A lot of uh, different flavors there. Good stuff. We've got great reviews on those and more. And again, Nielsen Clark Ford Studio. Yeah, on these really hot days, especially if you've got like a soccer scrimmage or something coming up tonight, this would be a great day to load up on those donuts in Clinton. Load them, load up. Get all that. Maybe shit. combine it with the 44 ounce Coke. Well, you got to hydrate. Absolutely. That's a way to go. That's the that's, that's yeah. the way to do it. Day in, day out. Water, people. Water. It, 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 in all seriousness, like we're, we're in the middle of kind of like a heat wave this week. Drink, drink some water. Okay? Drink some water. I mean, no joke. Maybe some electrolytes. We're selling the element on the on the site. Head over. Get some element. Get a free sample pack. You, you could use the extra sodium this week if you're outside. I mean, no joke. Oxford and Lafayette had a scrimmage last night at Lafayette, and they have a turf field. And uh, they started at 6.15. They played three 30-minute periods. Mm-hmm. And uh, that third period, there was it was toast. There was there was a lot of everybody started going a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of the transition from defense to offense wasn't quite as as inspired at that point. And those were those were young cats, man. You, you if you're out moving in this stuff, be be aware it is it is hot. 
It is. It was. It was blazing yesterday. I think it's supposed to be hotter today. We're under a heat advisory until eight p.m. Yeah, high in the nineties today. Um, yeah, it's like living in Houston any day of the year. I'm in the Clark Ford Studios. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's like living in Houston, which is just you just bake every day. Well, it's, except there, it's not really a bake. It's more of a more of a sauna. It's like living in a in a sauna every day, <laughs> all day. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call uh, our friend Corey Clark, Clark Ford. Tell him what uh, Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a uh, quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. And the rest is completely up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. A guest join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or uh, contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net. Or call him 404-973-9901. Yeah, today, a uh, high of 91, but heat indexes, depending on where you are in the seas, however you pronounce that, uh, 110 to 115 um, possible today on, on, on a heat index. Thursday and Friday, we could be looking at uh, triple digits on normal temperatures, not not what it feels like, but what it actually is. So just be aware as your week moves on. If you're uh, – Gonna get some yard work done. If you're gonna exercise outdoors, don't pick two thirty in the afternoon. Do it today. Just avoid that. Don't 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 be that guy or gal. Um, speaking of activity, I'll get into LSU in a minute. I found this stat fascinating and understood at the same time. This is in one of the things I was reading this morning for some topics. Uh, you so United Health Group Insurance Company. They uh, noticed that. People are using their income, their their insurance carriers more this year. There is an uptick. They're guessing $377 million is the estimate for the year in increased insurance coverage. Okay. Couldn't figure out what's doing it. Nobody knows for sure. Their hypothesis is pickleball injuries. They think pickleball is a heavy contributor oh. to this. Is it's mostly a lot of seniors who, you know, used to play tennis or trying to stay active in different ways. And it does require some some mobility to do so. It's a great sport. I mean, honestly, it really is. It's a great sport for all ages. But it uh, it it is at least a theory that it is contributing to a massive uptick in insurance cost. I can see it. Yeah, I can see that because there's a lot of cutting. Because it's taken the it's taken the country by storm. A lot of Achilles, probably MCLs, meniscuses, ACLs, probably some shoulder stuff. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, thought that was an interesting number. Again, I don't know what percentage that is or any of that. Just a quick little couple paragraphs. I've hit that point in my, from a health standpoint, I'm perfectly comfortable in the gym. I can, in fact, I'm probably stronger than I've been in a long time just from how much weight I can lift. And I can run in a straight line for a long time. I'm, I get nervous now two things that I didn't used to get nervous. If I'm up on a ladder, I'm much more nervous than I used to be. And I think that's really? an age thing. And then anything that involves like a lot of cutting and stuff, 
I can tell I'm like, man, this is probably not the greatest idea in the world. Like just because you're concerned about messing something up in your knee. Mm-hmm. Knees. Yeah. 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 And and then the soreness the day after something like that's like pretty real. Now I can get on a tre- I, get- I can get on a treadmill. No, I don't say this to brag. It's it's to point out that your pickleball thing. I can get on a treadmill and go 10, 11, 12 miles. I'm good. No problem. I mean, you know, I get sweaty and hot and stuff, but I'm not hurting. Not my knees are fine. But you start making me cut or things like that and it's it's different. You have probably saved your knees at your age some by as much as I make fun of you, the amount of treadmill work you do versus outside. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. You, you, you probably wouldn't be able to do what you do if you were doing outside running at the same clip. Mm-mm. No. Well, and you know, and you're far more apt to take a bad step outside or to have to try to dodge something and you cut and you weren't ready or mm-hmm. a dog comes up on you and you didn't know the dog was coming up on you because you were listening to music and you were off in your little, little world that you get in when you run. Um, and then the other big point, it's, it's, I get it's boring. I, I get it. People are like, well, running indoors is so boring. But like, I'll go run today. Today's a running day. I'll probably run. I don't know. I'll, I'll go in and say I'm going to run eight. I might end up running 12. I might just run seven. Somewhere in there. If I did that outside, It'd take me three days to recover from a from a because it's so hot inside. I mean, I'll be I'll be fine in a couple of hours. Yeah, but I get it. People are like I couldn't do it. It's so boring. I one hundred percent understand. Mark asking about yoga. You might stretch, but you hadn't gotten into yoga, have you? I just can't do it. I, I do stretch. I stretch a lot. I stretch before and after, and all that. I just. I can't get very far in a yoga workout and you're having to do yoga. You're having to do yoga at home. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten where after all those years of working out at home, working out at home is like torture to me. I, you and I both invited, I've done the hot yoga the last two weeks and I'll be honest, I'm starting to kind of get into it. The hot I'm yoga, hot yoga. Yeah. Have you, I, have you gone on the Friday thing? Yeah, the last two weeks, and I, 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 I walked in the first time scared to death. The only yoga I had really ever done was when I tried it in P90X and could only get through half an hour before yeah. I got bored and hurting at the yes. same time. Yeah, and and both those would happen, and I've, I've toyed with it a little bit, but it's hard to just go, "Hey, I'm going to get the mat out and put the video on at home and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff." And I had right before we got that invite. I was kind of thinking, okay, you got to stretch. You got to do a little better here. You're, you're, you're running more. You're starting to lose some weight. Like let's add something to it. And I'd already had that in my mind and it's even kind of with some help had picked out a plan or whatever. And I think it sort of energized me. I got done and went, wow, I actually feel pretty good. The next day I feel pretty good. Went back last week. It was, it was harder last week from a straight, the actual class was harder than the first week. All right, so tell um, me. But t- I got through it. So, and again, I was like, hey, not bad. I was going to go last week and had some. we had something come up that really, yeah. really occupied the week um, completely to the point where I, I couldn't focus on anything. Um, how much, how technical did the yoga get? Did you get to where you're balancing on one hand and all that stuff? Because I, I mean, I, I don't think I can do that. Well, okay, you know, I don't know. 
I hope that by the end of this, I will feel more comfortable to do a normal class if I want to do a class. I mean, to, to set the stage for people, this is a small group of people. Um, it is basically all males. Um, there was one female in the class this last week simply because she was late from getting to the women's class. And we all know her. And it was like, yeah, sure. Come on. Let's let's do it. But it, it is very much the understanding that nobody in there is a yogi that's doing it five times a day. So. While I think the class is real, I mean, there was one time where the instructor turned around, saw that none of us could do it, and went, yeah, we're just going to skip that, and laughed and moved on to the next thing. I mean, so there's modifications for everything. There's a way to kind of just go at your own pace. In a small group like that, you don't feel like anybody's staring at you, per se. So I do. there was a couple times where there was things I simply couldn't do, and I would just do them close enough and find a way to give me some semblance of whatever they were trying to accomplish. And then before long, you're out of it and you kind of move on. I mean, what I noticed, I mean, I have a decent amount of upper body strength. I wasn't hurting and holding myself up or any of that. My balance is much better on one leg than the other because of baseball, because of pitching, um, even all these years later. And I noticed that my feet were sore. And I think it's just from digging into the mat and not being used to not wearing shoes very much that the biggest thing I've had to overcome is is, is sore feet, as odd as that is. Yeah. So, I thought about it. I, I can't go this week because I, I won't. I won't be available. But I'm. I'm going to eventually. Eventually try it. Not bad. Like I said, I, I wanted to go. Yeah, sure. Let me just play along and be a good sport. Then last week I was kind of excited. I was like, Hey, Friday. Let's. let's is it? Let's, is it an hour? It's right at an hour. Yeah. yeah. Started. You start a couple minutes after the hour and done. Right at the next hour, pretty much. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Because the first week, it's like, okay, you know, whatever, and went through the class. And last week was like, hey, make sure you got a block and a strap next to your mat. And you're like, whoa, hold on a minute. What are we, what are we doing here? But it, tur- it worked out. It was the, all The uh, strap is for good. stretching, I s- uh, presume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, ma- yeah, just to make sure you get as much mobility as you can on the stretch. 100%. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So. How hot, how hot is it? That. Uh, we requested a turn up last week. I don't know exactly. My guess is somewhere between 100 and 105. Okay. That's a guess. I mean, I could be off a little bit, but I, I know I saw when I walked in, I saw it was like 97 or 98 and I know they cut it up from there. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, in my head, assume 100 to 105. And it felt like it got, it felt like it got hotter as we went. I don't think it was just because of tire or whatever. I think it, legitimately got hotter in the room as, as as it went on so i did the hot works thing for a little while at one point just because i thought it was kind of interesting and and it worked i i liked it the only part i didn't like about it was you'd like reserve a sauna to do like pilates i, I actually enjoyed the pilates it's the one thing i would probably mm-hmm. if i lived in a bigger city i probably would find a pilates place that there was more men in it and i would do it I just the idea of being the one guy in a room full of college girls is like no I'm out. Uh, well, that's kind of what I said. I mean, I don't know. There's no way had you just said, "Hey Chase, go to a class," and I knew it was going to be a bunch of students and whatever mm-hmm. that I would have walked in and done it. I mean, this this environment was the only way that yeah. got me intimated into this. There's no doubt. So, I, what I really want to try because I've heard it's incredible is that reformer Pilates with the you know the machine, but. Mm-hmm. There's really in Oxford. There are a couple of places you can do it, but it's all it's all female, and so you walk in yeah. and they think you're a creep, and ninety nine percent of the time they'd be right. Uh, yeah, I have heard that it will help golf swings. I have not 
I don't, I don't know yet, but yeah, I have, I mean, again, I'm not anywhere near into it to that level, but nonetheless, no, it's, it's from just to trying something new, get out of the comfort zone a little bit and something that I think might, might be a thing. Not bad so far. Pretty, uh, pretty into it there. Um, all right. LSU 18, four last night, uh, as, is pretty aware. I've been pulling for Florida in this thing first, cause I predicted them to win, but two, just cause I guess I was trying to think on it. Why exactly I was pulling for Florida? Um, because I don't have any issue with any players or coaches at LSU necessarily. I don't have any like hatred. It's not like even like an A&M or Tennessee joke thing. Um, I think it's a little bit of old man syndrome where I just didn't want the team that used the portal the most to win. I think in some ways Florida became like this best of the bad because they weren't didn't seem as bald and paid for. I really think that was a lot of it for me because they they kept their own guys, but it wasn't where, hey, star, 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 star all came from somewhere else and it was this thing. So I, I think in some ways that's why I was for Wake for most of it because they were very much traditional in the way their roster build was and then Florida here in the uh, in the finals. Um, there's a couple people I don't really love that are happy about the LSU win, but for the most part that did not dictate my uh, – my enthusiasm one way or the other. Uh, but no, I, I think there was something to just kind of wanting the, the the biggest paycheck to not win the title. I think there is something to that. That's the way I felt over the last few days. I never caught myself caring about who won at all. Uh, I'm, I'm from Louisiana. So a lot of my friends from growing up are big LSU fans. So I guess I was happy for them. Um, I guess I caught myself getting a little irritated at, the narrative about LSU, you you addressed it yesterday, and you're exactly right. Yes, LSU went out and got three or four big ticket items: Skeens, Heard, uh, Top, uh, White, White, maybe one other. But look, they also had this strong base of guys that have been at LSU for two, three years. That Dylan Cruz, Trey Morgan, those guys—they've been there a minute. They're very invested. Yeah, very invested in LSU. Um, you know, they had the one guy that came over from Arizona with Johnson. Okay, that happens. Um, Probably Cooper. Yeah, but I mean, look for you know the the base of that team was LSU guys that signed with LSU that were developed like like you talked about yesterday. So yeah, to me, I mean, if we're going to do the pro model. I was telling Chase this before we started. It's kind of like the Cubs in 2016 where they had this base of guys that they'd kind of homegrown, Bryant and Rizzo and Baez and Contreras and all those guys. And then they went out and got John Lester in free agency and they got John Lackey and I guess they went and got Jason Hayward and although he didn't do much. But regardless, they added some pieces. Ben Zobrist ended up being a big part of it. And they won a title. So it's not like they just went from scratch and went, okay, let's get in the portal and let's go buy 30 dudes and figure this out. Now, now that it's over and the final kick of portal overdrive kicks in here soon, we, I might change my tune. Uh, I, I, I am suspicious about a handful of guys that suddenly popped into the portal who uh, spent some time in Omaha and there's, still time. And there's still time. time, there's time. And there's some guys that spent some time in Omaha over the last uh, couple of weeks playing baseball. You know, not everybody wins in Omaha. Uh, only one win, seven lose. 
And uh, there, there's interaction. I've never been to Omaha, but I can't imagine it's that big. And so you walk around and you see people at hotels and stuff and uh, something, you know, you say, hi, how you doing? How's your mom and them? And uh, there's some cats that got in the portal who I won't be surprised if they end up at LSU or Florida here in the next few days. And when and if that happens, I'll say, hmm, never, interesting. But in terms of LSU's title this time, yeah, I mean, they, do they win it without Skeens and, and, and White? No, no. But do they win it without Cruz and Morgan and Dugan? No. So it's it's a little bit of everything. There's a lot there. And, you know, we were talking about the portal earlier before we got started. I won't go with the specific name. I told Chase who I was talking about, but I, I won't do it because I don't feel like getting people screaming at me. But there's an SEC player that got in the portal and within – half an hour basically had four or five offers from sec schools and as it was explained to me by someone who was kind of familiar with it in his eyes they're all kind of the same and if you we've talked about this before right if you're a if you're a prospect if you're a baseball player you're a high school baseball player 17 years old and you go to lsu ole miss mississippi state texas a&m south carolina florida ole miss arkansas whatever they're all kind of the same. They all have tons of tools. They're, they're nice stadiums, um, lots of resources, travel budgets, cool uniforms, equipment, the whole shooting match. And so what? What? it's just a highest bidder thing. And if you're not the highest bidder, you're probably not going to win. And if you don't have the most money or the most available money, well, you're probably not going to get the guy. It's not. It's not even a lack of effort at that point. It's just resources and it's not like you know you, you take a trip and you're like well we can't pay for it but we'll put it on the visa it doesn't really work like that the portal kind of have to have the money yeah not chase burns by the way another no not burns not burns another another sec yeah. guy not yeah. burns i don't um, i don't really yeah, no, I, I really don't know anything about burns this situation where, like where he's no, I, looking I get to go it. it's just like I said, when you're on a completely another stratosphere from an available fund standpoint than literally everybody else, I, I just feel like in some ways, if you're cheering for LSU last night, you're cheering for the Yankees teams at the turn of the century when you went, okay, your payroll is $100 million more the next mm-hmm. season. Great. Awesome. Um, you know, now the pot, you know, what the credit to LSU is that nothing was going to be acceptable except number one. They had to win a college baseball season to, for it to pay off. Yeah. They did so. Yeah, managed it well. Um, you know, I mean, Thatcher heard last night was incredible early on for Florida. That I made mean, for LSU that gives them a chance to kind of separate and do everything they did from his standpoint. Skeens doesn't pitch last night; didn't have to. Went down to the bullpen at one point. And that was about it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I I just watch it, and when that's rewarded to that level, and then with the juxtaposition of what happened at Wake because two of their best offensive players, they jump in the portal. They're going to go somewhere. They're going to make some money. They're going to do all these things, which again, good for them. Not, not, not what I'm saying, but if you don't have the ability to do what LSU and Florida and Ole Miss, if they didn't need just so many damn pieces, um, you're, you're, you're playing to seasons. Wake Forest had a hell of a run, but they develop guys. They, Got, kind of got everybody the right age at the right time. 
and they also had two losing seasons in the last five seasons. You can't do it year over year over year like that. You're going to have some fall off, and then you hope that you capitalize when you do make a run right there. I mean, you're the Florida Marlins those years where you go, hey, when we make a run, we got to win the thing because we can't do it over and over and over again. It's going to fire so. And that's sort of where it's where, where it's sitting right now in, in college baseball. I mean, I just – I don't know for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you can pay one or two guys. You can do this. But I don't know how you keep a, a homegrown roster intact without being siphoned off unless you have a pretty good bit of NIL to, to operate otherwise. Otherwise, you just have no way to hold on to those guys for three seasons. It's just not a thing. You hate this too, don't you? I don't mean that critically. I mean seriously, you you're a guy who's covered oh. a lot of college baseball. I what I'm hearing in you is 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 I'm I'm frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, I I really like the stories of either you developed this guy or you found this guy or you did something to get a win. And now these coaches who did whatever that is, it has no payoff. It's simply put them out there for a year as a freshman, put them on display for Ole Miss or LSU or Tennessee or whoever to go grab them and move on and, and, and just stack the roster. So I'm not – it has nothing to do with the kid, really, sure. at all. I don't blame the kid, but from a system standpoint in, in this sport especially, and, and I think so, it's culture shock. Look, we spent – I mean, I've covered Ole Miss now for 18 seasons. I've spent the majority of my professional career talking about gentlemen's agreements and 11.7 scholarships and all these different things. And it's and again, those were bad too. Don't get me wrong. But jumping this 180 has just been a bit of a wow, wow. We're in a whirlwind here, and this is completely different. I think it's taken some some time to kind of get the mind around it. But yeah, no, I I, I don't like the system at all. I mean, I I, I don't. Um, I think that as much as any other sport, and maybe more so for some different reasons, it needs guardrails. And I don't know what that looks like. I mean, here's the thing. And we never really talk about this because there's no way to do it correctly. I wouldn't even have a possible explanation on what to do. But here's the other part of this. When you lose a player in the pros, you get compensation. Mm-hmm. We never talk about that part of the pro-college dynamic difference. Is that when you lose somebody, you get something in return. That, that mean, <laughs> Well, and in the pros, when you lose, you get the higher draft pick, too. I mean, it, it, yeah. it it's just... I know people get tired of the conversation. I mean, when Wake loses Corona and the other guy, it's not like LSU goes, okay, now here's a player to be named later in $75,000. I mean, that's not how that works. No, and I mean, Vanderbilt doesn't get the first pick every year. No. You know what I mean? I mean, mean, it's just, for the people out there, and I know people think I'm just talking about Lane. I'm not just talking about Lane, but sometimes I, I get mad at myself when Lane says this is pro sports, then I don't raise my hand and go, but it's not even a little bit pro sports. It's it's when you go two and fifteen in the NFL, you get the first pick. You get to take Bryce Young. He doesn't get a choice in the matter. Bryce Young doesn't go into NFL free agency as a rookie and go, you know what? I really have my sights on New England. No, he gets drafted. Victor Wimbanyama may have already, he probably would have picked the Spurs, but he he, he doesn't get to go, you know what, I'm going to go to the Warriors. Nope. Mm-hmm. Gets drafted. I mean, he's got to spend six seasons, realistically, five at, at a minimum in San Antonio, probably, before he even has the opportunity to think about going elsewhere. 
And in reality, before there's any choice at all. And in reality, the way that the salary structure works, assuming that he's a good player, for him to get max value, he'll stay in San Antonio at least nine seasons, Chase. Yeah. Nine seasons. Well, you can feel safe if you're the 14 year old kid in San Antonio. You can buy the Wimbanyama jersey. He's going to be there a minute. Mm-hmm. Totally different. It's just just a million percent different. Yeah. You no, know, I, I when just, you're a baseball team and, and you lose a guy to free agency, you get a compensatory pick. You do. You know, a pick between the first and the second round. It's, you know, 34, 35th, 36th best player. I mean, doesn't replace losing Shohei Otani, for example, but you do get something for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk some basketball after the break. Ole Miss uh, getting its home away games here um, yesterday. You know they play twice, who they play at home, who they play away. We'll go over that in a second. We did not tell you about Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. They deliver directly to your door. They have everything from their New Orleans style barbecue. It's a great one. The signature. It's a very versatile option. It's great on salads, great for dinner, or just a snack if you need some extra protein in your diet every day. It's restaurant-quality shrimp coming to you. They also offer their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, a lot like what's at the grocery store, except for higher quality from Prime Shrimp. So if you're going to get an order to your house, buy five pouches or more, and you get 25% off with the code RG. If you're near Rouse's, you can get it in a brick-and-mortar location there at any Rouse's. But otherwise, uh, yeah, code RG for 25% off. Again, Prime Shrimp. Crazy Rob's air-conditioned superstores have the best fireworks selection in North Mississippi. Crazy Rob's has locations in Oxford at 863 Highway 6 West, in Batesville at 650 Highway 6 West, and in Cenotobia at the intersection of I-55 and Highway 4. Pass those hot tents right on by because Crazy Rob's has the best prices and all the really big stuff. Crazy Rob's stores are three to five times larger than the tents, uh, they have about 10 times the selection. Prices are much less than the tents. And just as importantly, the fireworks are not in the elements, not in the heat, which guarantees optimal performance. Crazy Rob's has TV scanners, so you can see what items do before you buy them, so you know exactly what the firework does. It's worth driving a few uh, extra minutes just to see what they have to offer. The owners are all Ole Miss grads as well. So make the drive, become a backyard hero at Crazy Rob's Fireworks. If it If they don't have it, it's not legal. Are you vacationing on Florida's Emerald Coast this summer? Whether you're staying from 30A to Pensacola Beach or anywhere in between, please check out Captain Lee Comerford with Salty Lab Charters, licensed and insured. He offers uh, sandbar experiences, uh, custom excursions, dolphin watching, uh, Crab Island uh, sandbar experiences, and so much more. He's an Ole Miss grad, an Air Force veteran, has more than 30 years of boating experience along Florida's Emerald Coast. All trips are uh, private to his group. So check him out on Instagram or book today at Salty Lab Charters. Use the code uh, Rebel Grove twenty to save twenty percent. This is due. Uh, it's good through the end of June, so you got about I don't know five, three, four days. And uh, anything that you book using the code uh, by the end of the month, you can use for any excursion in twenty twenty three. We're also brought to you by Lake Hill Motors in Corinth, Mississippi. Check out their zero turn Bobcat mowers. They have a complete line of mowers ranging from the entry level residential ZT two thousand. With the cutting speed of uh, 7 miles per hour to the top of the line, commercial ZT7000 with a mowing speed of 13 miles per hour. All Bobcat mowers come with the trademark Tough Deck cutting system constructed with heavy gauge fabricated steel for durability and improved vacuum lift, providing a reliable, perfectly manicured finish every time. 
The uh, Bobcat line is priced below MSRP, comes with a three-year warranty, and currently Bobcat is offering 0% financing for 60 months or up to $2,000 cash discounts for cash purchases or financing at regular rates. Get $100 off if you mention you heard about it on the podcast. Contact Michael McCullough in Corinth at 662-871-6918 or visit him in person at 2003 Highway 72 East Annex in Corinth. And we're brought to you by uh, Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine. Po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, like also fan favorites, like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. You can order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app. And if you're in Oxford or uh, the Jackson area, stop by in Oxford or Ridgeland. Make sure you tell them how much you appreciate them sponsoring us. Heavenly Sunshine Property Services would like to take the opportunity to remind you about the importance of taking care of your outdoor living spaces. Regular maintenance is the key to preserving the beauty and integrity of your home or business. And one of the most effective ways is through power washing. Some of the key benefits include increased curb appeal, damage prevention, <clears throat> sorry, uh, creating a healthy environment and also saves you time and money. They've been serving the Mid-South over four decades, includes Oxford in that area. Their full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash, cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. Don't wait until it's too late. Contact Heavenly Sunshine today. Get ready to enjoy a brighter, cleaner outdoor living space. Visit the website at heavenlysunshine.com. Call 662-342-1203 to book your free estimate. Again, free estimate with code MPW10 for a 10% discount. Uh, let's see, jumping in here, the SEC putting out the uh, teams. Remember, no uh, no divisions, that's been the case, but just in every sport, no divisions moving forward. Um, still kind of waiting exactly what the baseball structure looks like. I'm still hearing two permanents and then eight rotating, but I don't know that for sure. That's just kind of what's been said. So Ole Miss, uh, the teams that they play uh, twice next season, again, in, uh, in Oxford and away as well, that is Mississippi State. Auburn, Texas A&M, Missouri, and South Carolina, if I have that correct, just writing them down quickly. I think that's the one. Is that right now? Uh, yeah, they play uh, – They play. yeah. Yeah, Auburn home and away, Mississippi State home, home and away, away, Missouri home and away, Texas A&M home and away. And Carolina. And Carolina home and away, yep. Yep, that's it. Home games, Bama, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, MSU, Missouri, USC, A&M, Vanderbilt, away, Auburn, Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Mississippi State, Missouri, Carolina, Tennessee, Texas A&M. I mean, we have no idea all the way around what teams are going to look like, but for the most part, not a bad schedule there. That's not bad. You could you could have done much worse. No, I mean, they, they, they don't get Kentucky twice. They don't get Arkansas twice. They don't no get Tennessee twice. Don't get Tennessee twice. Don't get Alabama twice. That's four wins. Um, they get uh, Texas A and M twice, which is tough. A and M has a has a real shot to be a, an elite national team. Um, they get they get South Carolina twice, which is a win or should be two wins. Uh, they get Missouri twice, which is a difficult task. But if you split that, you're good. Same with Mississippi State. They usually split that. Uh, state state will be a, a good team next year. Um, and they get Auburn twice, and, you know, Auburn's going to be good, but I'd, I'd rather play Auburn twice than have to 
risk playing Kentucky twice or Alabama twice. I think Alabama's going to be a really good team. Um, you know, the league's good. Look, it's it's a good schedule. It's a good draw. I was laughing because the SEC in their on their site, they put all the individual schools Twitter out, right? And so with Alabama, they used the little cartoon elephant. Arkansas's got the pig thing, the 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 emoji on your phone with the the tusks. Um, you know, Auburn's got a, a a walking tiger. Florida's got a gator. Georgia's got a dog. Kentucky's got a cat face. Uh, LSU's got a walking tiger. Then you get to Ole Miss, and it's just a red dot. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I, 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 I had not seen that, but I assumed it was either a red dot or a red and blue dot. <laughs> just a dot. This is where they look at it and go, well, what do we do? I don't know. Just put a dot up. You know, people always ask us if you had five days where you were in charge and you just didn't, oh. have, you didn't have to worry about ramifications. They just made, made me the athletics director for five days. I just get to walk in. I'm in charge. I get five days, and at the end of five days, whatever I do sticks. I don't have to answer to it. You can fire coaches. You can change marketing plans, whatever you want to do. Included in my five days is we're going to have a meeting, and I'm going to go, all right, we're we're walking out of this meeting with the, with the mascot, and by God, that's the end of it. All right, we're going to do it. We're gonna do it today. So you want to do a real life version of what is the guy on like social media, the Josh yeah. Mancuso or whatever, where he does the hey, what are we gonna to be today? What's the mascot? What are the colors? Yeah, the one I love it. The one that's out now is, is Missouri. You know, hey, we're we're, we're the, welcome to the University of Missouri. We got to pick a mascot and a and a and a um, colors or whatever. And you know, yeah, the yeah, yeah. guys like you know, well, there's nothing here. I mean, show me the border. You know, and. And the one guy goes, what's Arkansas? And he goes, they're the Razorbacks. He goes, well, that's stupid. It's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And then he goes, well, what, what, what animal are we going to be? What's our state animal? And he goes, a mule. He goes, no, nah, it's not. I, mean, I want to be something cool. He's like, like what? He goes, like a tiger. Goes, there are no tigers in Missouri. <laughs> and then, you know, she's got the tigers. And he's like, well, let's come up with a name for him. And they end up naming him Truman, which is like, well, that's weak. You know, the name should have been Killer, you know, or <laughs> I don't know. I just put me in charge for a day and we're, we're, we're walking out with the mascot. Not going to be the be a catfish. Not going to be the red dots. I don't know. But we're not going to be a mascot. I mean, we're not going to be a, a, a red dot. We're going to have a mascot. Going to give him a name. Going to put stuffed mascots in the bookstore and and the whole deal. We're going to create going to create revenue streams. Going to have a Christmas ornament. Going to get it done. Not to, I didn't mean you to get, and I both. I didn't mean, by the way, I didn't yeah. mean to get off on this tangent. I just see the red dot, and I'm like, oh come on, everybody else has something. My favorite one of those is actually when it's doing the University of Houston, and they're debating whether there's any cougars in Houston, and it just cracks me up every time. Uh, <laughs> I do stand corrected it, on on uh, Tennessee. It's just an orange dot, but now Tennessee does have something. A and M, it's it's the thumbs up, which is so. So they didn't – on Tennessee, they, they didn't use either like the Davy Crockett-looking thing or the walking dog. They used a dot there. Yeah, I guess they couldn't find a dog that looked like Smokey. Okay. But Tennessee gets a pass because when you go to the game and you see Smokey walking around, you're like, oh, there's Smokey. Well, look, I contend two things. And, I, and, I, and I'm pretty sure you agree with one or both of them, probably both. 
is that had you just embraced the bear and given it another, given it time, we would not be discussing mascots today and it would be what it was. 100%. And who cares? Or if you'd done the shark and just made him a fluffy shark. Exactly. That's and, the and, other one. And, and you, with all you called due- San Jose, the, the NHL team, you said, hey, look, I need your shark. Just <laughs> yeah. tell me how to do your shark and then we'll move from there and it's all cool. Where'd you do buy that. your shark? And as Avery says, right now, just do a Labrador Retriever. Everybody likes a Labrador Retriever. There's always going to be Labrador Retrievers. Just run out of Labrador Retriever. Someone says, well, what about when Lane leaves? There were Labrador Retrievers in Mississippi before Lane Kiffin. I mean, no, no knock on Lane, but I mean, he's not the first person in Mississippi to have a Labrador Retriever. I bet you can work something out and Wild Rose will get you a new lab when you need one. I mean, and, and from a popularity standpoint, like if you take a hundred people, I mean, a hundred people can't agree that it's sunny outside. We take a hundred people and go, do you like or dislike a Labrador retriever? What are you going to get? You're going to get 85 likes. You get a few people that I'm not a dog person. Okay. But a lab, but even people who don't like dogs could laugh at the dumb lab. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you read Labrador kills ch- child? That doesn't happen. Licks it to death, maybe. They just my my point is that they just there has to be a better way than the red dot. Has they just it, there simply must be a better. See, this way. is a good point though that the G makes here is she says we can't try another mascot. No, At no. some point, are you just out of out of choices? I agree with Ginger. You have failed twice in replacing the rebel. Like, are, are you? No, are no. you just out? Of, like, can you do it again? Yes. Or is that sunk cost? Is that sunk cost where you've screwed those up either time, but not letting that impact you in the future for making another bad decision? It's still another bad decision. See, Ginger is is typing, and so I can't hear the words. But if <laughs> if she's putting an emphasis on we cannot try another mascot, I agree. Oh. No, you have okay. to. No, you, you, and you. So let me make, make this clear. In this scenario, I'm yeah. the freaking boss. I'm the, I'm an authority. I'm 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 a I'm a dictator. I'm walking in, going, "This is the mascot." Not, "Hey, this is the mascot." No, this is the mascot. We're not. Go- we're not focus grouping. No, no, we're not focus. This is the mascot. Start a marketing plan. This is the mascot. Put a put a Labrador Retriever. Make go make a go make a Labrador Retriever stuffed animal and put a. Put a red or a blue Ole Miss, a powder blue Ole Miss shirt thing on him. Put the Ole Miss script on the shirt and put it in the store. Twenty nine ninety five. And and go ahead and get a get a costume and fluffy and let him run around and catch footballs. Whatever. Yeah, not athletic, not athletic, not scary, fluffy, fluffy, nice, loud. Where the kids are lined up to go pet him, and big block head. Yes, give him a name, call him. God, it's so simple, Rebel. Or call him something else. She says, "No, we can't do this again." Period. She's saying you just, we're just, you're just mascotless. No, I disagree. I understand the frustration, but I, it's it's because it was mismanaged. You don't not do something because the previous people effed it up. And God, did they ever eff it up. They actually were on to something with the bear. The bear was fine. 
the bear, there was always going to be a period of time. You had to get through it and embrace it. Yeah, you had to let some of the people go, you know, disappear. <laughs> you had to just stick to it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. I mean, the bear got in the portal. He's at Lenore Ryan now. I don't know where the shark is. Well, and the shark... On so many levels, they tried too hard. They tried too hard. Hey, he needs a backstory. No, he doesn't. See, I don't think you can bring a fluffy shark back now because no. you've already killed it. Yeah. The shark's gone. You, no, the, the shark is just gone. It's over. Except in Pete's Twitter account. <laughs> That's it. I mean, literally, right now, the shark means that they got a defensive commitment. Likely a defensive back. <laughs> Like likely a safety. <laughs> That's all it means at this point. Hey, they got a defensive recruit. Probably. A- I did like, and I'm not. I'm not talking trash, but I, I at all like. I just found this really funny. I love the message board post yesterday. Here, the guy goes, "Hey, is the defensive back room going to need to be an amphitheater?" Like it, it, it made me. It really made me laugh yesterday. <laughs> is that the team room? No, that's the secondary room, man. <laughs> There's 40 chairs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that 
the bear, even with the cow lick and the whole deal, <laughs> find find people that are the same size to be in the costume. So there's some continuity there, and then just you could have run it out. Oh, it, it was it, he was going to stick. And when people were like, oh, they're, see, they're getting rid of Rebels. Like, they named it Rebel. No, they're not. No, his name is Rebel. Yeah, his name's Rebel. Just let him be. But it is a pretty bad two things when you go, okay, name association, the last two mascots. <laughs> Shark, can opener. Bear, <laughs> box on head. That's what you got. Because <laughs> you, you were not around for box on head day. It was Louisiana Tech. <laughs> You were out talking to Kirby Smart. I was in Starkville, yep. Yeah, you were talking to Kirby Smart, and <laughs> my day was difficult anyway. I've got Ole Miss losing this game to La Tech. There's nobody in the stands. Houston's this lame duck coach. This running back for La Tech is running for 278 <laughs> yards or whatever on Ole Miss that day. I've got a certain media member in my ear that spends three hours telling me how La Tech would thrive in the SEC. Oh, God. He just would not shut up because they put us together by affiliation. And I know maybe he came down to your seat. I think he just took over your seat is what happened. So thanks for that. And he, at some point in that, you look over and you go, the bear has put <laughs> drawn something and put the box on his head. But, and as a Saints fan, I was very much in tune with what he was doing. I went, oh. Well, in, in all fairness to the bear, that team was so bad that even the mascot—it was, it was mascot great. It was, it was great. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, if anything, that was the moment to go. Yep, that's our guy. That's him, right there. That's a good point. That's my dude. That's my dude. Because hey, we all know this sucks. So that's my dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was the year. <laughs> this show goes off the rails. It's totally my fault. I'm. I apologize. Usually when we end up having 27, there's not another athletic <laughs> game until soccer plays. Usually we'll end up having a um, NBA conversation and people like Neil, all Neil does is talk about the NBA and I'm like, Chase started it. Um, <laughs> in this case, it's totally my fault. I own it. Um, that was the year. And I don't remember whether it was the Alabama game or the LSU game or both. Remember that the big thing at the very beginning was this is Ole Miss football, and on that first Zach Stout throws an interception, first pass it was of the game. LSU, I think, because it was like the first pass. Yeah, and I went, "This is Ole Miss football," <laughs> and Daniel Snowden was like, "Hey, shut up!" And I was like, "Well, it does kind of suck, but sixty-six to whatever." Zach Mettenberger downing. You were not, not cheering in the press box. No, nah, I just was being honest. Like this is this is bad. It was really bad. How the hell did that team win two games? Well, they beat the FCS team in Kentucky. How the hell did they beat right? Kentucky? Did that team beat Kentucky? Kentucky? No, they went 0-8. It was Fresno. Oh, yeah. Did they beat, they beat Fresno? That's right. They won at yeah. Fresno. The, o, the 2010 team with Masoli beat Kentucky. And that was 42-35 because the clock ran out because Kentucky just kept throwing it over Julian Whitehead's head. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they, they kept having injuries. And it was like, man, if, yes, Kentu that is correct. if Kentucky gets one more possession. Yes. The 2011 team, because we all know we need to go down that rabbit <laughs> hole, uh, a 14-13 loss to BYU when Brazel dropped the ball. Yeah. Uh, 
I went over Southern Illinois 42-24, and then that Vanderbilt game we've talked about ad nauseum. Yeah. The Georgia game where they kept playing with their food and wouldn't blow out Ole Miss and just end it right there. Uh, Fresno State 38-28 win in Fresno, and then all losses from there. God, if I'd gotten killed. They had two close games after that. They lost that Arkansas nut U game 29-24 after being up 17 nothing. And they lost to Auburn. I mean, if you want to call this close, 41-23. Isn't that funny? I have no memory of any game after Arkansas that year. You'll probably remember a little bit of Kentucky because that was that game up there where that finally ended it the next day. That was the that was the night that I guess I that was the night that Alabama and LSU were playing the super superpower game in Tuscaloosa. Like the whole world was tuned into that. And the Ole Miss game was like at two thirty or three. And after the game I was like I, I guess I'd heard something. I know I had heard something specifically had heard specific things and i asked houston do you think you're going to be the coach here next year and he actually used my name it was the first time he'd used my name in years that's right remember that i was like oh wow yeah um here's one for you from a quarterback standpoint these are the high passing numbers for Ole miss in each regular season game in 2011 as in the quarterback, how many passing yards he had in the game, okay? Okay. 141, 118, 139, 78, 214, 113, 219, 157, 197, 106, 30, and 110. They went over 200 yards one time. At Fresno, right? Mackey had 214 at Fresno, and Mackey had 219 against Arkansas that day. They played pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was a good Arkansas team. That was his last stand, though. That was it. That was it. It was over at that point. Anthony says, uh, I got an idea for your your mascot as a Miami Hurricanes fan. How about this? Your mascot, the white-tailed deer, because the white-tailed deer is the state animal for Mississippi. Yeah, I think someone says it here. Just, a buck is a good idea. Just steal the Milwaukee Bucks mascot and make it red and blue instead of green and whatever the Bucks are. What's well, a good deal? If, if that's a good point. If the Bucks can do a, a buck, then you in Mississippi could definitely do a buck. Yeah, if you can do a buck in Milwaukee, you can do one in Mississippi. For God's sake, yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna look up their mascot. Now I'm curious. I need to see what this uh, what this guy looks like. I've never been to a Milwaukee game in Milwaukee. So. Oh, it's a good looking mascot. It's a good looking mascot. You can. It's, it? it's just not hard. Mascot. That's the thing about this story is that mascotting shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. It actually should be one of the easier things you do. Mascotting. Now a verb. Uh, okay. We'll continue the scintillating conversation. Second, first, Northeast Spark. Stands for uh, service people across rural communities. They have two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So again, get the best internet in Lafayette County, as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc County. If you previously did not have internet, that's 662-238-3159. 
College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. They've got a location coming to Oxford as well. A little bit later this summer, we'll be filling you in on that. In the meantime, you can also visit collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram, the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, but the same great people, products, and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, and you're having problems with your cooling, get in touch with Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, um, that area, get in touch with our friends at Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple items around Nashville and Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. We're also brought to you by Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout. Get 20% off of your purchase. And we're brought to you by Dead Soxy. It's the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. They've got the no-shows that I love so much. Also, uh, their traditional socks, the uh, Ole Miss NIL socks, and so much more. Just enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout and get 25% off. Again, that's promo code REBELGROVE at deadsoxy.com. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle, home to the uh, Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Get in touch with them, and they'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, Get in touch with John if you are planning a uh, vacation, you want to uh, create a trip that uh, makes a lifetime of unique memories, get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and he'll take care of that for you. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. If anybody can hear that, I apologize. I should be over in a minute. They are doing some yard work outside and my dog thinks the alien is coming so just what it is just defending defending the family and there's that i actually kind of like this this bucks mascot uh his name is bango mm-hmm. entertaining bucks fans since 1977 with dunks and daring stunts and funny antics also makes 250 appearances in the milwaukee community each year good looking good looking mascot nothing wrong with bango it's just it's not hard i like him it's not i mean I watch Major League Baseball on the MLB app, and they always do the great mascot race. Uh huh. And there's just there's just lots of mascots. It's not hard. Yeah, it's really not a complicated thing. I mean, I was watched the London series with the Cubs and Cardinals. You had Clark the Cub, and you had Fred Bird. It's just does not have to be overthought. Yeah. Let's see. How much are they? I don't know how much they're selling Bango for, but he's the, the, the stuffed animal Bango looks completely nice. 10-inch mascot plush figurine. Okay, all good. There you go. Yeah. Ages three and up. 
little little Johnny, little Jenny gets goes to the game, watches the mascot, takes home a stuffed mascot. Got a shot of creating a Bucks fan right there. A little bit of um, transaction news that I mentioned mentioned yesterday. Just if anybody missed this, uh, James MacArthur getting up with the Kansas City Royals, former Ole Miss pitcher. Was there from uh, 2016 to 2018. I think he started on the weekend in all three seasons. And then we had a really big weekend in uh, Fayetteville one time, won a game at Arkansas. And then uh, kind of hate how it ended for him because his last start was the game one of those two games against Tennessee Tech that day in 2018. Um, that was MacArthur's final start. But I, I had kind of lost track of him. I didn't even know he was that close. And he, he got up with the Royals this week. So good for, uh, good for him. Absolutely. Uh and then uh, Tim Oko, this is not a surprise at all, but just moved up to high A. It's where he should have started. I don't know why they had Oko in low A to begin with. He should have been in high A. He probably enjoyed um, his two weeks of crushing low A pitching. He, yeah, he has been dominating low A pitching for <laughs> however long he's been there. That's been – I mean, it, it's kind of like he got moved down to D2 for a few days. Yeah. And, 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 and was raking on that. So we'll see what it looks like now in, in high A. Because it did – it seemed like every day it was like, hey, Oko hit a home run. But, yeah. yeah, he's playing Pine Bluff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah mcarthur up uh old miss picking up a, a a portal commit from connor spencer from southeastern louisiana i'm, get, I'm gonna write about this in a, in a little bit of a more longer form today in the morning something like that but old miss really going so far at cheaper high upside guys that don't have a lot of track record um, on the mound. I mean, make of that what you will, I just, but it, but it is absolutely so far with the two guys they have grabbed. They got Tyler Carmack from uh, Arkansas state who he was on pitching ninja. Multiple people around the country think he has one of the best changeups in the country. Or again, you're doing that front to back pitching instead of picking the quadrants. He was a good and, pickup. Uh, he had some, he had some other opportunities. I mean, there were, there were other yeah. schools that wanted him. That was a good get. And then the same thing here with Spencer. There were several schools that were on him. He got banged up a little during the season, only through 14 innings for Selah. But from a sheer number standpoint, he's 92 to 95. He's hit some eights. He might have even hit a nine this uh, this summer from a velocity standpoint and at least can show you four pitches. They like his curveball. They think it's a swing and miss pitch um, around the country. So it's guys who, yeah, had other SEC offers, but – you know, your your 10,000-feet view is, hold on a minute, Arkansas State and southeastern Louisiana, but that's sort of where they are. They, they are liking some sort of skill set from the guys they are picking up so far, whether it be Tracy Hughes from Mercer or these guys on the mound at this point. They pick up uh, Spencer yesterday, so we'll see. Um, they also lost one yesterday, Jacob Christian, who was the Division II Player of the Year. Um, he visited Ole Miss at the end of last week, and I never really heard many – Warm and fuzzies after that visit. He has decided to stay home. He's originally from San Diego, and he is going to transfer to San Diego, the home of the Toreros. Chris Bryant's alma mater, um, connected with Neil there. So he is going to uh, going to play San Diego. So those those quick little things there from a uh, a transaction standpoint with uh, with that. Uh, Drew asking the stream, Neil, is uh, Damian Lillard ever going to decide what he wants to do? That's been in the news after uh, the Blazers grabbed Scoot Henderson over um, last week in the draft. You know, you mentioned that. I do start a lot of NBA threads. And then look, on a 0 to 10, it's still like a one and a half. But I have exponentially more knowledge than I've ever had before on this sport. Like, I at least feel like I can sort of kind of get in a conversation to some degree. So, 
Damian Lillard, been in Portland forever. He is a master at sort of playing this thing, in, in, and I mean this sincerely, from a PR standpoint, sort of playing it both ways. He does the, I want to stay in Portland, I want to be a blazer for life. And then also at the same time, hey, you know, if the if the organization's direction isn't right, maybe I need to move on. Um, here's the thing. He wants to stay in Portland if Portland will put a veteran team around him. But Miami's not trading Bam Adebayo to Portland. And I don't think Draymond Green is going to ultimately leave Golden State to go to Portland. So at the end of the day, Portland can't go get him the players that he wants them to go get. And I don't know that a deal with Toronto for Pascal Siakam and OG Ananubi do anything to really change Portland's path. So my guess is that Portland does the whole, hey, we tried. And Dame says, hey, I tried. And they move him to Miami would be my guess in a package. And uh, they start the rebuild in Portland around Scoot Henderson, which is not a terrible decision. And the problem with rebuilds, we've talked about this, in the NBA, a rebuild is four years. It's pain. It's pain at the box office. It's pain for fans. It's hard. But now look, having Scoot Henderson to 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 start the rebuild is not bad. But that's what I anticipate. Rebuild timeline? I mean, best case scenario, what would that look like anyway? I mean, Denver drafted Nikola Jokic nine seasons ago. The, the Thunder, who are fast becoming the poster child for NBA rebuild right now, are about to enter year three of a rebuild, maybe four, depending on how you look at seasons. But realistically, year three, and they're, they're probably In going... In best-case scenario, the Thunder couldn't win a title until year five or six. Yeah, I mean, if you told me, say, map out a best case for the Thunder... All right, Shea Gildas-Alexander just got all NBA. So let's say in, in this scenario, Chet Holmgren's a star, okay? he, he He's a star, a legitimate top 10 NBA player. Do I think that's going to happen? Probably not, but for this scenario, let's say it happens. So he, he does yeah. that. Both Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams, the one from Santa Clara, not the one from Arkansas, uh, take the next step and become legitimate, legitimate NBA players. They just drafted uh, Kaysan Wallace. Did you know we were always pronouncing his name correctly? We, we called him Kaysan, and that's not his name. It's Kaysan. Um, oh. Yeah, no one at Kentucky even did it right. Uh, Kaysan Wallace, they just drafted him in the first round with the 10th pick. Let's say he emerges as Lou Dort's replacement, and they take all these they take all these assets that they have accumulated. They have four first-round picks, three first-round picks next year. They take all these assets they've accumulated and they basically put them together and acquire a disgruntled star who just wants to win. They would 25, 26, they they would be a title contender in that scenario. I mean, you can you can do it. If you have if you have two stars, you can do it pretty quick. If you surround them with the right people in the Thunder, they're on their way to doing that if Chet's a star. And we'll see. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. 
Yeah, Lillard's just such a strange case because, I mean, obviously hellacious career, all those different things, and just kind of becoming poster child for never really, yeah, from a team standpoint. I mean. They they had some good teams. He's going to get lost in this era in a way. They had some good teams. They just couldn't quite get over the hump. They were always kind of a player short, and the West is loaded. I mean, the West has had a lot of good teams in it. Golden State had that run forever, the Lakers with LeBron. and I mean, the West is just loaded. It's hard to get out of the West. I mean, if you look at next season in the West, there's there's only like two teams that appear to be – no one's tanking. San Antonio will suck because they're going to build their team around a rookie, even though he's an elite rookie. rookie rookie-led teams suck. They'll suck. Houston might – suck but i don't think they're going to try to suck everybody else is trying to win utah made a deal yesterday where they're the kind of in they're trying to win they, they don't want they don't want that first round pick next year they have a top 10 protected pick that uh conveys to oklahoma city if it's out of the top 10 they very clearly don't want to be in the top 10 they want that pick to convey they want to they want to pay that debt and move on so they get john collins utah is probably going to be too good to just completely suck so i mean I mean, from a parody standpoint, the season coming up next year should be a lot of fun. There's there's going to be a lot of pretty good teams. Can we do something and change some initials or whatever we need to do to not have to say Santa Clara and not Arkansas? What do we do here? How do we fix it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I kept waiting for the Jalen Williams from Auburn to uh, go into the draft and the Thunder take him in the second round. I, I just I was completely prepared for three Jalen Williamses. The Thunder do, do it. They, the Thunder call just says Williams on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because they also have they also have Kenrich Williams. They have three Williamses. Um, Seriously? Yeah. The Thunder call. That the, almost like me not take a guy in the draft and go. You know what? Th- th- there's somebody else that's similar enough to this dude. I'm 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 good. The Thunder call the one from Santa Clara J Dub, and the one from okay. Arkansas J Will. Which has led to the one from Santa Clara, who's a legitimately really good player. They just call him Dub, which I hate, but whatever. They're, they they both. I feel bad for both guys because it's like at first they played along and it was a bit, and they're friends and they like each other. Like when Santa Clara and Arkansas played in the NCAA baseball tournament, they had a little bet about it and whatever. So they play along with it. But you know they're both tired of this line of questioning. What's it like to have another guy on your team? I feel bad for the guy from Arkansas because he's forever going to be known as not another bad Jalen Williams. Yeah, I know. He gets kind of known as the bad Jalen Williams. And and actually, for a second-round pick, he had an outstanding rookie year. I mean, he, he started. He was a contributor. He I think he has created a spot for himself on that team as a backup big who could stay there for a while. But yeah, he's known as the bad Jalen Williams, and he's like, "Well, it's not yeah, my fault is. that he's good." But he he yeah. actually had a really good rookie year. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Podcast brought to you in part by G and M Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedScene. Fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G and M. They'll also help you uh, move from that big box pharmacy. Make one phone call. And it's all taken care of. They do the rest there with either Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM in Oxford. Again, 662 236 
Oxford's new uh, Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to uh, plan your uh, festive party event or company dinner. Get in touch with uh, the people at OPA. They'll accommodate up to 200 guests, fabulous food, great craft libations as well. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. We talked to you yesterday about if you're looking for employment, they can help you. But if your company is looking to hire Quality, hard-to-find talent service specialists can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, so you've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is uh, here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself, CorinthDental.com. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced lessons to competing at nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for uh, events, for outings. Get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Just uh, if anyone cares, uh, Connor McDavid of Edmonton won uh, the MVP in the NHL last night. It is his uh, third win already in his early young career. He is a three-time MVP. He is uh, also only the third four-time recipient of the uh, Player Association Most Outstanding Player Award. The other two winners, uh, Wayne Gretzky, who won it five times, and Mario Lemieux. Won it four, so pretty good company there for McDavid at this point. Not too, uh, not too shabby. If you like hockey, he's one to follow. Um, I assume that, or there's no assumption. The Blackhawks hope that uh, better to Bedard or whatever is the the next version of him as the draft for the NHL gets here, and the Blackhawks have the first pick. Oh, for sure, that's there's, exactly there's what that. they're exactly what they're hoping. McDavid just he got en- yesterday. Yeah, he yeah. just got engaged. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Did it in the off season? Yeah, so, plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, Brady Freeman yesterday, two days ago, two thousand hits, three hundred home runs. One of only four active players to reach that mark. Hall of Famer when he's done. Uh he, he's on his on the path to that. Yeah, I think so. I mean. Because we're changing what offensive players have to do, and it's a little interesting for these guys that are sort of crossing eras a little bit on what you see about it. Yeah, well, I mean, like right now, there aren't that many guys that are on path to 3,000 hits. It's hard to get that no, many no, hits, no. you know, because the pitching's so much better now. I don't think a player will have 3,000 hits anymore. The only one that comes to mind for me right now is the Arias guy at, at Florida. With the with the Marlins, oh. I mean, he's hitting like four oh two right now, but he's not a power guy. He just sprays it around, and they let him. Like you wonder, did you like see who the other uh, three players are in that two thousand three hundred club. I did not. Any guesses? Two thousand hits, three hundred home runs. 
yeah, there are four. Freddie Freeman is one of the four. Uh, Miguel Cabrera. That is correct. Um, I would have gotten two of the three. I think I would have. You could have given me a thousand guesses on one of them. I would have had no shot. <sighs> one just came back, played recently. Yeah. Does Joey Votto have three hundred home runs? That is correct. Okay. Joey Votto. I knew he had whale. And the what? other one, uh, the other is Nelson Cruz. Oh. Okay. He's had a hell of a it's career. An career for you. Yeah, he's had a hell of a career. Yeah. Thought that was interesting. Yeah. 2,300 for uh for him. M- Miguel Cabrera is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Is is Joey Votto first ballot? <sighs> he's in but not first ballot, right? I don't know. He's super popular with media. He is going to benefit from being a good guy. He's he's very respectful of media, gives interviews, gives thoughtful answers. The media love him. I, yeah, Joey Votto. Yeah, actually, I, think I think he's he first is, ballot. I'm looking at this now. His career war is 65. Wow. 345 homers, career 397 hitter. Wait, what? Career 412 OBP. He's a career 397 hitter? 297. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 297 hitter, 2,098 hits. I think so. Yeah, he's first ballot. Six-time All-Star, Gold Glove winner, MVP. I don't think the Reds are going to have enough pitching to get there. It would have been such a cool story if that team, if he could have taken this team to the postseason, this a young team that nobody thought would get there. I, I don't think, I don't think they're going to have enough pitching to hold off the Brewers. Maybe not even the Cubs. But man, they're a fun. They are a fun team right now. I'm supposed to hate them, and I, I really like them. He only, Votto, real quick, only played 111 games in 2012. So he got hurt. I don't, I have no idea what was wrong with him. But at the time that he got hurt, he had a 474 on base percentage, was slugging 567 for 1,041 OPS, uh, was hitting 337. I mean, he was up for a monster season at that point. Had already walked 94 times. Yeah, I He walked only 110 in the entire season the year before. Wow. Sorry, just got down the rabbit hole a little there. Yeah, like the 3,000 hit thing from anybody anywhere in the in sniffing distance. Cabrera is over 3,000, of course. He's 31-21 currently. He's a 40-year-old player. 21st season in, in the major leagues. Votto... At 2,098 is second in active hits. So more than 1,000 behind Cabrera. Here's a baseball stat for you. Uh, Over 1.5 million fans attended Major League Baseball games this past weekend, obviously including the London series. It was the third consecutive weekend that they passed that number. 
It's the first back-to-back uh, weekends of at least 35,000 fans per game since 2015. Oh. Been four weeks. What weekend. do you make of that? Uh, there are more stars in the game. The, uh, the, the, from, a, from a fan standpoint, they've made the game more fan-friendly. Um, they've done some cool marketing stuff. I think you have to give credit to that. Um, I, I think that's it. I, I think they've just made the product better. And there's so many good young players in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Braves team is, they're f- super fun. The Orioles, we talked about this earlier. I mean, you know, the the, the Phillies are, are hot right now. I think they've won 15 of their last 20 games. They've got stars on that team with Harper and, Schwarber and those guys, Trey Turner. I just, I think the game's pretty healthy. And I've gotten to where in April, I hated the pitch clock. And here we are in late June. I love it. Yeah, it's it's incredibly friendly for TV. There's no doubt about that. We're not really talking about it anymore. It's just part of being ingrained in, in this. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Cincinnati. They they hosted the Braves over the weekend in what was a fantastic series. The Braves took two out of three, but all three games were really competitive and fun. Uh, they had 126,724 fans at that series. It was the uh-huh. most watched three-game series in Cincinnati during the regular season since 2003. You can argue what, what this means uh, because part of it means that Major League Baseball still on a national television level just does not get the right games on, really struggles with it. Two of the College World Series games this past two weeks were the uh, most watched college games – or sorry, the most watched baseball games on, ca- on cable TV this year beating all pro games to date. I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Now they got – the biggest college baseball brand on the TV. They did. And they had and got prospects. Big pro- big time prospects. That that helped. Skeens and Cruz and Langford and the whole deal. That helped a ton. No doubt. Yes. I mean that set it up to Look, I think college baseball, I think college baseball is going to get more national prominence if they continue to speed the game up like they did. They 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 made this season was much more watchable. I'm not a big college baseball guy. I watched a whole lot of last season and I watched a whole lot of this season and by the end of the season I was a big fan of the pitch clock. Yeah. The game was if you weren't super emotionally involved in the outcome of games, this year the game was a more pleasant experience than last year on television. Now, I don't know yeah, what it was like Mitchell at the says it there. That, that That is the word. It is better on TV and worse in person. Yeah. That's what it is. In but, person, there's no time to breathe at all. Yeah. You don't get that baseball at the park. Let me get the Coke and the Cracker Jacks and just enjoy my day. Right. Go, 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 go. It's like two offenses in football are just in two-minute drill for the whole game. And this sucks. I get it. But if you're trying to, quote, grow the sport for TV, you've got to build it for TV. Yeah. Well, they're definitely doing that. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. there's no doubt. So, anyway. All right. Uh, we'll talk some uh, 
talk some roster management tomorrow. There's a, a story in the athletic. They might like to do some homework on uh, Marquette basketball with Shaka Smart. I'm going to use that for some thoughts and uh, let that dovetail into a conversation tomorrow. We'll see what else uh, happens over the course of uh, today as well. Check rumblegrove.com in the meantime. I'll be back with you tomorrow. So stay safe. Avoid the heat if at all possible. And we'll talk to you then.